Welcome back to the Maxwell High School podcast. If you're a long-term listener, not that there's very long-term to talk about here, we're only talking about our seventh podcast. Uh, we're very glad to have you back. If you're a first-time listener, uh, we're sort of changing our direction a little bit. We're going to talk to some more of our students at Maxwell High School and we'll talk obviously about the circumstances that have led us to where we are now with school and the changes that we've had from our uh, pandemic. But I also want to look at our student body in a little bit more depth and try and get to know some of our students a little bit more than simply, okay, well, what's the coronavirus been like for you guys and et cetera, et cetera. Because there's a lot more to everybody than just simply the one thing that we have in common here at Maxwell High and that is the fact that we're members of Maxwell High School. So I would like to introduce uh, two students to you. I have Erin and I have Boyd. Hello. Hi. Thank you, thank you very much for coming in. Not good. And I wanted to talk to you firstly, obviously, you know, that, that shared experience that we've had of lockdown and coronavirus. So I want to talk about that. But then I want to move past that and maybe learn a little bit more about Aaron and Boyd and what you guys do and, and, uh, and the things that interest you in life beyond school. So firstly, I, I will start with Ladies Boyd. So just hang on for a second, mate. Um, Aaron, can you tell us a little bit about... Uh, how this uh, pandemic lockdown has been for you and maybe a little bit for your family? Well, I'm the youngest in the household. I have my 80-year-old nan and my 50-something-year-old mother. Right. So I was the one going out and getting groceries and doing all the shopping all around town because they're immunocompromised. Right, that's a huge responsibility. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't even be at school, honestly. (laughs) Oh, no. Look, I don't think it's that bad. I I do think schools are pretty safe places. Um, but I guess it would be a concern to you. Are you you paying particular attention to social distancing? I mean, we're sitting yeah. apart in our, our lavish, lavish studio. <laughs> um, so, but, you know, like it is a worry to you? Yes, definitely. Yeah, right. I love my nan and love my mum. Oh, don't we all? And that, and that would be something that would be would be weighing heavy on you. Boyd, what about you? How did you find... Um, the coronavirus has been... It hasn't had much of an effect on my family, see, they... Mm work inside of supermarkets, mm. which I guess is in danger to them, but we haven't had any problems with groceries or... Yeah. Um, so toilet, like toilet paper's been good to go at your oh, place. Oh, yeah, easily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so have, you, um, have you enjoyed, like, you know, the, the, the remote learning that we've been having? Um, to be honest, no, because at home, me doing all the work at the place that I like to sit down and have fun, yeah. it, ruins, um. it just ruins it for me. So that yeah. was that was tough for you. Yeah, yeah. Did were you able to get work done? I was able to get lots of work done. I mm. wouldn't say all of it. Yeah, but I was able to get it done. Yeah, that's a fair call. And and like that's um uh, something that like I hadn't considered before is that you know because y- y- the listeners are going to learn in a moment what you guys are into and why that in, why that statement from you is quite important. But it is interesting to look back and say, okay, well, um, you know. Home is a place of uh, often relaxation for people. It's a place of um, refuge from the busyness of life. And I guess if you take work home, you know, whether it be an adult taking, you know, working from home or whether it's a student working from home, uh, it, it kind of imposes on that that comfort zone, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So did you find working from home? How did you go, Erin, with working from home? I did okay. I definitely didn't do enough work Mm. I I find it really hard to motivate myself especially with all my (laughs) consoles and everything around me 
being such a temptation to go and do my own thing. Distractions. Yeah, definitely. So you 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 would have been in your family's situation, Aaron, you would have been well locked down and as you said, you were just going out of the home yeah. to get groceries and coming home again, you know, no kind of other social interactions. How did you um, make connections with your friends or did you not kind of really do that either? I didn't talk to my personal friends, like the people I see at school a lot. Mm. But I talked to a lot of my online friends. Yeah. Okay. And Boyd, what about you? Did you make contact with people or? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I talked to friends at school because usually I'm sharing classes with them. We've got the same work and all that. Yeah. So Just so checking up on each other and yeah. Yeah. Like that's, um, um, like that sounds really positive actually because, you know, one of the things I think that uh, has been a bit of a recurring theme is people missing that personal interaction with uh, colleagues and, and classmates from school. Yeah. So, like, people have missed that social side of stuff, but you have maintained it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. What are your platforms for doing that? Um, well, usually we'd use an app called Discord, or yep. if not, we'll just use Messenger or Facebook. Yeah, yeah, radio. So I keep coming back to Elliot. You may have you may have heard of Elliot. He was in the first podcast, and I was lamenting the fact that he has a phone that I may kind of pay for. But he doesn't phone anyone. Are, are you guys phoners or are you guys um, messengers? I prefer to message. Yeah? I, I think I do a bit of both, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't think I, I'd... I'm really glad to hear someone actually uses a phone to speak to people. I'll do both, but I prefer to message. Yeah, well, what is, okay, I, I'm going to take a little bit of a side tangent here from what, what we were planning to talk about, but... What is it about the messaging that is attractive as opposed to just making a phone call? I think they have more features. So you can tell when someone actually sees your message, which yeah. is not always a feature for phones and messaging. Yeah, yeah, so if you leave a message, if you leave a voice message on a phone, you've got no idea actually whether they've heard yeah. that or not. Yeah. Mm. Whereas if, like, I mean, I one of the apps that I sometimes use is WhatsApp and, and it will tell me if the other person has actually seen my message or not. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. I didn't. I didn't think of that as being a positive of the of the platform or a different way to use the platform. Okay, so are you are you happy to be back at school, Boyd? Yeah, I am. I think it's a lot better getting taught in front of the actual teacher, and mm. it's just way better, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and has been making the connections back with your friends, although you've been doing that. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's I think it's good because we're actually getting face to face and talking, and yeah, you know, yeah. And what about you, Aaron? Are you, are you you did express earlier a little bit of concern about whether you should be back at school given your your fam- yeah. family circumstances. But how do you feel about how do you feel about it? I don't like being at school, but for education purposes, like I found science really troubling. Mm. It's a lot easier to be in a classroom with someone explaining it rather than sending it to you and saying do this. So you've been okay with the online stuff except for the fact it's been at home or the or the remote learning. You've been okay yeah. with that, but some subjects are perhaps easier to do it at home Definitely. than they are at school or and vice versa. Okay. I think I think what you've done is like you've you've given a really different take on it for me because I, like I haven't I have I've spoken to quite a few people, you know, in this setting. Uh, in regards to how they found these things and you guys have been surprisingly honest and I'm really glad that you have been because I think, um, you know, not every message or not everything that's happened with this pandemic is positive. Not moving, not everything about moving to remote learning is positive uh, and I think the outcomes for everybody is really different. Some people have, you know, really got on board with remote learning and some people have struggled, which I think takes me to the second part 
of really what I wanted to talk to you guys about. And that's a little bit more about what you guys do. Now, um, I want to explore some of the uh, the things that our students do beyond just school. Because as I, as I started in the introduction, we, we, we've all got multiple facets to our lives and, and, you know, it's those things that bring us together that uh, – or those parts of our lives that sort of come together in us that make us who we are. Now, you guys use technology and that's why I've got you in here. I, I know that um, the the remote learning stuff, I, I'm, I'm kind of figuring that you guys would have had access to technology because, Boyd, I'm going to come to you first. Yeah. What is it about – the remote learning that you're sort of specifically saying kind of impinged on uh, that environment that you see as being a fun, relaxating well, relaxa- relaxing environment. I'll get it out in a minute. Well, usually I'd be using my computer for things that I enjoy doing. And what's that? That's usually like um, I do a lot of photography, yeah. digital art, and also lots of gaming. <laughs> yeah, Not <right>. schoolwork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so the platform that you take uh, leisure and pleasure from um, turns into a work platform yeah. under the and and that's what you found difficult and yeah, frustrating. Yeah, I, I found that really difficult because it was like I had the power here to just do what I wanted mm. and enjoyed mm. instead of doing work. But you know, you <laughs> should be doing work. Yeah, yeah, and it's this this um, this real struggle in your mind about okay, what it is that you know I want to go and do my art or my gaming but I know that I should be doing something else and levels of guilt maybe. Yeah. So, okay, uh, coming to your gaming just for a second, Um, you know, what's your game and and really what is it about that game that draws you to it? Um, So I play a game called Destiny 2. Yeah. And um, I, I guess the thing that makes me play it the most is the fact that when I hop on the game, it's really interactive with other people. Right. You can play with lots of friends and it's really fun. And you're always communicating to each other and I guess that's just like a part that brings me in a lot. Yeah, rightio. So, okay, I, I'm familiar with some games. Uh, I uh, love, not so much, don't play it very often, but I quite in, really enjoyed Minecraft when it first came out. Sandbox yeah. game, for those people that don't know, where you uh, you're creative and you kind of do what you like. Can you tell us a little bit about Destiny 2? What kind of platform is it? Um, so Destiny 2, it's more of like a shooter game. First person? Right? Yeah, first person shooter. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it, you get lots of choices when it comes to this game because there's many things you can do within the game. Yeah. You can be versing other players or you can just be versing um, AI that's inside of the game. Yep. Um, so that, that, that teamwork side of things is something that draws you to the game? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's um, – the game takes a lot of time to play. Like you can't play it like one time a week and then, yeah. So you've got to continuously play it. And I think the me leveling up my gear and my stuff, it's just like rewarding to me. I think it's – yeah. Yeah, of course, for sure. Like you put, you put time into any uh, exploit and, yeah. and when you get good at it, you actually – that in itself is its is its own reward. Really, yeah, yeah. that's really good. Erin, what what's um what's your poison? I play Destiny too, right? As well. Okay, so do you play um uh, with Boyd? Sadly, not. He plays on PC while I play on Xbox. Okay, so the the platforms don't talk to each other. Yeah, they might be in future updates though. Oh, okay, but not but not at present. But not now. Okay. Some games are compatible, some aren't. Yeah. Rightio. So can you tell us what draws you to Destiny 2 then? I 
adore the graphics. It's so pretty and right. Fun. Okay, and I really do like the team play aspect. I have a lot of friends on Destiny. We get on. We start up. Uh, a private match, yep. and we verse each other. So, so this is a like a mass online game. So, do you are you playing people from other countries or only within Australia? Sometimes it depends how the servers are. Right. Yeah. So you, but you can like if you. Yes, you can. Okay. So, uh, this is a topic that interests me a bit because I, as I said, I I have played Minecraft generally only in its sandbox vanilla form, and for those that don't know what vanilla means, Google it. Um, so, um, I have played that, but only, you know, not really so much, well, I guess on a server, but only servers that I've created for myself. So, so boy, are you, are you playing with, um, like are all your online friends that you're playing with or your teammates, are they based, uh, like locally, nationally, internationally? What, how, how would um, you break it down? Well, it's, we only really share servers with, um, like, um, Australians and New Zealanders, and Asia. We yeah yeah. yeah. So so the the servers that you play are yeah. uh, locality which I call Oceanic, which is okay. yeah yeah okay. So yeah, Oceania takes in Australia, New Zealand, and a good slab of Asia. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's interesting because I I like you know both my sons play online games, uh, and you know um, Ethan in particular plays. Uh, or has played a lot with a guy from America and New Zealand yep. and plays with another fellow from um, Western Australia. Now, I, scra- I scratch my head because, <laughs> you know, when Ethan's playing the game and, and we run a pretty strict regimen at our house, I'm going to talk to you about this in a minute, but, you know, there's a time at which after he's not allowed to play the game yeah, because, um, you know, it's, there is time in your life where you've got to sleep. But it, it strikes me as crazy that he's playing with people from other countries um, and other states of Australia when I know that they should be in bed because yeah. it is way the wrong time <laughs> to be playing a game in America or, or in, in Western Australia versus when Ethan is playing his game, for instance. So, um, you know, which makes me ask the question sort of, Erin, uh, you know, how many, how many hours do you think you throw into Destiny each day? Or, have you, or do you prefer not to think about it? I prefer not to think about it because I can play from morning till night. Yeah, so if you're cut, if you're off the chain, that's how it is. Yeah, it really morning is. till night. So, so do you do you kind of in your own mind have a time at which you say, ah, uh, you know, it's probably bedtime. I probably should go. To Definitely, sleep. yes. So you you have a curfew for yourself. Yeah, and have you put that there, or is that mum and dad? It's definitely or, me. Yeah, radio. <laughs> Because um, I play until I get tired. I'm I'm a little afraid to ask. Should I ask what time your your personal curfew is? Well, if my sleep schedule wasn't back to school times, it would be wake up from ten to eleven and probably play until three in the morning. Holy smokes, right here. <laughs> no worries. That's dedication, Boyd. I'm, you know that. You know what question's coming, don't you? Um, I don't play as much as she does, to be right. honest. So, so do you do you have you got family curfews or do you apply your own apply your own? Curfew? I apply my own um, because our house is like split up with mm-hmm. us four boys mm-hmm. in the back, and then they're just you know on the other side. Parents, um, a parents retreat, I think we call that. Yeah, so we we have our own separate internet. Right oh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So wow. we can, we control what we do outside. <laughs> um, okay. Hectic. 
Um, there is a problem with that because when we're all connected, it always likes to <laughs> just cut out. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I'll, I'll come back to the technology in a moment because I know that that could be an issue. But where? What's your What's your personal curfew? Um. Well, normally, as soon as I get home, I will talk to friends, not necessarily play games. Yeah, but you'll chat but first. Yeah, I'll chat first, mm-hmm. and then when we feel like it, we'll hop on games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Usually, depending on what day it is, usually on school days, I'll only play till nine or ten oh and then right. i'll hop off and then yep. head to bed or do some work and then go to bed cool that um, that sounds pretty sensible man you like, yeah must be pretty mature in the way you manage your time which is which is good because i think you read stories in you know media and whatnot how people's lives just get absorbed by mm. these games and you know i'm talking about people being multifaceted and but some people end up being you know very mono in the way that they approach life and this is the only thing that they have. Yeah, definitely. And, and in some ways that's a bit sad, but um, you can, you can, I think you can understand how it happens because I think some of these things are quite addictive. So, so okay, um, you guys both play Destiny, which I didn't know when you walked in the room. I was hoping there might have been something else, but I, I'll, I'll list off that I, that I know uh, Ethan and Elliot, my two sons, that their games of choice are... Uh, Minecraft, Rust, uh, Fortnite, Rocket League. I don't know if you've heard of Rocket League, but that must be a big thing. And then you've got um, CSGO, the old the old mm. favourite CSGO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, so, I play CSGO and also Rust, while okay. some other FPS games, usually it's an FPS game. Yeah. Mm. So hang on, hang on, just stop there. You just rattle things <laughs> off. Um, <No>. tell, people, <laughs> tell people what they mean. What, what did FPS means first-person shooter. Yep. So usually it's... um. The perspective of someone's eyes with yep. a gun in front of you. Okay, mm. so so you you're the you steer the character and you see what the character sees. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's first person shooter. First person shooter. Rightio. So, um, so you play Rust and and CS:GO as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, obviously Destiny's Destiny Two is your your the go to game. Go-to, and, yes. and so, what's your second go to then? Um. I I think CS:GO is. Yeah. But CS:GO is more of a really competitive. Yeah. And I think I like to just more practice. Yeah, on that I, one. Then I yeah. used to play CS:GO quite a bit as well, <laughs> and I and I know what you're saying about because uh, you sometimes you get onto those into a competition, and uh, I guess the language and the pressure is just insane. In yeah. my, in my mind, I'm just going really. You know, this is not sheep stations. You're just playing CS:GO here. Um, so, Aaron, what what are your other games of choice? Uh, my secondary go-to game would have to be Apex Legends. <laughs> is it like Destiny 2? It's so somewhat similar. Mm. It's a Battle Royale-based game. Oh, okay. So that's like Fortnite yeah. for those people that don't know what the Royale type thing. So that's the last person standing, mm-hmm. last man standing type game. Yeah. What is it that you like about that game? Uh, I like the teamwork in every game unless you're playing with like one of your friends mm. Um, you get new people every time and they can be completely <laughs> and utterly useless. But a lot of the time you get good players. Yep. And there's in-game chat so you can communicate with them unlike other games where you just can't. Yeah. And so you can tell them, hey, come over this way and shoot that guy. Right. So so I come, I'm, I'm coming back to the thing. There's a common theme here with, with both you guys in terms of the gaming that you do and that is this uh, element of um, teamwork and working with others mm. and then yeah. then having that communication with others because it, it really isn't 
you know, Boyd or Aaron sitting in their room with their headphones on and just playing a game, is it? It's not mm. really like that. That's yeah. not a good way to describe it. So it is that, you know, it, 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 it's it's a little bit different to running onto the football field with the crowd cheering and all the rest of it. But <laughs> but it is the fact that you are, you know, most of the time working in a team. Yeah. You I think I think parents and the media, they, they see it differently because they don't actually play Definitely. the games. They don't know what it's like. Yeah, and, and this is... This is really where we want to get to is those things because, you know, I, uh, as a parent, I sometimes get concerned that the boys, you know, my, my children are, are spending too much time playing games. That's what con- constantly concerns me. If, if you wanted to um, allay someone's fears, uh, uh, an adult's fears that you, you know, um, you know, Boyd, I reckon you've got really good control in terms of, the time that you're perhaps dedicating to your game, and you you really got great self management there. How do you how do you think that a parent? Because there's a bit of parents' advice now. How do how do you, how would you recommend a parent speaking to their uh, their child about you know okay I think you're playing a bit too much you know you, you're letting games get away with you here a bit because um, I I often have that talk with with um, particularly Ethan, and he's going to hate me for saying that. But so how, how should I approach Ethan in terms of saying, well, mate, I think you're playing too much? I think it's a bit hard, to be honest, because depending on the person, mm. they will, like, retaliate in the fact that they want to keep playing yeah. Yeah. or something like that. See, I don't do that because I know that, you know, I need to get sleep, I need to do work. And yeah. Yeah. You've got a good handle on the fact that your life is multifaceted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Aaron, what about what would you say to to parents who who have that concern? Well, I don't really know, but my mum personally, she understands that. Uh, well, online games can't just be turned off, so she says, "Hey, one." <laughs> well, they can, but it's a bit a bit harsh. But yes, yeah. they can be. Uh, she says, "One more game and come hop off. You need tea and whatnot." Yeah. Um, she's pretty understanding about it. If if a parent was concerned though, how do you how could you think that there'd be a way that there might be a, a good way for them to open the discussion with their child in terms of, um, you know, I you know I think I'm wor- I'm worried mm. that this is what you're doing is not healthy. Can you think of a way to open the conversation about that, or not really? Not really, because. A lot of scenarios could just go... End in tears. Yeah. Fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, one final thing before I think we go. I do want to ask you about your technology. So, you know, I, I've mentioned a couple of times across our community, access to technology is really, really different. Uh, some people have got satellite broadband. Some people have got um, fixed wireless. Some people have got uh, MBN with fibre to the node. Things like that, different different technologies making up their internet connection. Now, obviously, what you're doing is really uh, technology dependent and mm. internet dependent. So, um, what's your connection at home, Boyd? Um, I'm not actually completely sure with our internet. Yeah, um, but it, you, you're saying it does choke down when when lots of people use it. Yeah, but I think that may just be the router that we use. It's very old. Oh, okay, so so you you think that okay the, the technology may need to be renewed and you'd be yeah. back up to pace. What about you, Erin? Is it good at home? Uh, well, it's only my mom and I living at home, so I don't really have to 
fight over any of that. Yeah, so you don't... Not you, that I would, but... You don't get a lot of, um, oh, the internet's going slow. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I do hear Ethan from time to time complaining about lagging, <laughs> especially when I'm watching maybe Netflix or something like that. So I, I get that, you know, this is a uniform problem. My brothers used to kick me off the computer when they wanted to get on. Oh, right. That's a harsh, <laughs> a harsh reality of life. Mm. Not a problem you have though, Boyd. Not really, no. Um, our internet's fairly good. Um, and and so every, everyone's got a device or...? Everyone's, everyone's got a device in our family. Um, so if... I mean, our router outside is connected to the one inside. So yeah. if parents are like watching Netflix inside, it okay. will affect ours. Oh, okay, radio. But our internet's like decent so that all of us can use it at once okay. without too much trouble. Radio. so I think one final thing I want to touch on... Erin, uh, you said your platform is uh, Xbox, mm-hmm. and 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 boy, you're on a PC. Yeah. So, if uh, if some of our younger listeners were out there, or parents, for instance, were thinking of saying, okay, um, you know, I, I don't mind my kids gaming. I'm happy that they do. What sort of hardware would be a really you know, without you guys putting on the boxing gloves and going at each other, wh- what's a really good platform for someone to start? Would you say Xbox? Would you say PS3? I think Would it really depends, to be honest. Because it really does. consoles okay. are limited to how many FPS they can get. So that's mm. like how fast their game runs. Right, okay. When PCs get a lo- lot more expensive, I mean mm. a lot more expensive, yeah. but can run games with no problem at all. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you were saying though, Erin, that you one of the things you love about Destiny is the graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't feel that you're um, limited because you're on a, an Xbox. No, it's okay for you. It's fine. Okay, so if um, if mum and dad wanted to buy someone a new computer for Christmas, so that they and one of the things that they knew that their kid was going to do on, the, on that new computer was game. Kind of what should they what should they look for? What would you tell them to get, Boyd? Um, well, it's kind of hard because every computer has different components and mm. there's a massive range. So, what's the most critical thing for gaming? Um, if you had to pick one thing, oh, I'd say the graphics card. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the most important. And so, you want a bulk graphics card? Yeah, <laughs> you, you, yeah, and they okay. do tend to get pretty expensive. They yeah, right are really expensive. Wow, I'd, I mean, you know, I'd, Ethan's playing on a computer that is. Um, that we built ourselves. I built from bits and pieces I got off eBay and other places and put mm-hmm. it all together into a box. <laughs> um, and I know he's upgraded the – I think we've upgraded the graphics card once, but we haven't upgraded the rest of the computer. So, um, you know, obviously that that is an important component. So, all right, look, guys, thank you so much for coming in. Um, I really do appreciate the fact that you've, you've shared a part of your lives that, um, you know, not related to school and, and obviously not something that everybody's into. This is fair enough. As I said, we're all different and it's important to to listen to what other people do. And I, I'm, I've really enjoyed listening to why you play the games and to me it's really triggered in my mind um, that, okay, the online gaming is not just people sitting in front of a screen playing a game. There's actually a lot more depth to this. There's this yeah. communication and teamwork and I'm – I've been really pleased from my perspective to speak to you and uh, I guess to look at something uh, that not everybody's going to say, oh, this is not a positive aspect of somebody's yeah. life and I get that. But but now hearing from you guys, it's, it's really uh, given me a different view on it um, in terms of um, why you play the games, not so much... It's not so much to see the blood splattering in front of your eyes as much as it is to speak to the people that you're working with to yeah. achieve 
collective goals. It's really cool. And I think those teamwork goals are really, really important, not just in school, but also in life when you, you'll be able to put those, those skills to good use elsewhere. Because obviously you're playing games with people who are not all the same. Mm. And not even playing for the same reasons, I guess, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Look, so thank you. Thank you, Heath, for coming in. I've really appreciated it. Thanks for chat. having us. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having us. No worries. Um, and for everybody listening, uh, you can subscribe to our podcast. I don't know if it helps us or not, but you can certainly find the podcast on iTunes or on Spotify. Um, and if you do a search for the MHS podcast, uh, you'll find us on either of those, those two platforms. Uh, and for some people, our, our podcast host is Podbean, and you can also find it at podbean.com. Uh, by searching the same way, the same way. Uh, next week, hopefully, we'll have another set of students to speak to. This is a week by week thing, and uh, thank you very much for joining us, and we hope that you join us again soon. <laughs>